our RNZ business reporter Nicholas Pointing. Kia ora, Nicholas and Fisher and Paykel has bought a big chunk of land. Good afternoon to you, Marnie. Yes, Fisher and Paykel Healthcare plans to build its second research and development facility in Auckland after agreeing to purchase a slice of land south of the city. The healthcare equipment manufacturer will buy a 105-hectare site in Karaka from Karaka Meadows Limited for $275 million, which will be funded through a combination of cash and debt. The company will develop the land over the next 20 to 30 years as its East Tamaki site nears capacity. Fisher & Paykel Healthcare's Vice President of Corporate, Marcus Striller, says the company is staying local for its second campus because it's a great hub for research and development. We've looked at um, a number of other options and did a, uh, effectively a global search. We feel that you know New Zealand is a great place to do R&D. We have a, a very good, uh, you know, world-class healthcare system. We're close to you know some great university, and and we think that it can, you know, being close to Auckland can accommodate our our growth um, expectations for you know the coming twenty to thirty years. So. We think New Zealand is a very good place to do R&D and high-tech manufacturing. Marcus Driller says the new facility will create thousands of jobs in the decades to come. The deal requires overseas investment office approval. Sky City Entertainment doesn't know if a $220 million deal to sell its car park concession will go ahead. It sold the rights to manage its 3,200 car parks in Auckland to Macquarie Principal Finance in early 2019. But as Nona Peltier reports, the fire at the International Convention Centre later that year has changed all that. The car park concession deal is due to be settled towards the end of October, but there's a risk Macquarie may pull out. The parks are under the Auckland Casino and neighbouring Convention Centre, where rebuilding after the 2019 fire is still getting underway. Sky City Chief Financial Officer Julie Ammy told investors earlier this week that Macquarie is in a position to terminate the deal on October 22nd, as the car parks are unlikely to be ready for delivery. Macquarie hasn't indicated what it will do, but Ms. Ammy says Sky City is working through its options, including possibly buying back the concession rights. The car park business is a key driver for local gaming visits and earns between 15 and $20 million a year. Businesses are continuing to walk the economic tightrope of remaining open and viable while dealing with supply chain issues and reduced spending. The Credit Bureau Centrix says it's a mixed bag when it comes to which stores or sectors are performing well and those that aren't. Its managing director, Keith McLaughlin, says times are better for tourism and hospitality businesses, which has seen a drop in arrears and a rise in activity as international visitors return. But he says it's a more concerning picture for the building and construction sector. 30% of the liquidations over the last few months have been in the construction sector. Um, and that's dis- disproportionate to the size of the industry relative to the wider market. So it's certainly under stress at the moment. And, uh, you know, and I think that could be a sign of the fact that um, house prices aren't rising at the rate that they used to. Uh, building materials have gone up in price. Uh, interest rates have gone up. And it is putting a squeeze on that sector. And it's starting to show through by way of liquidations. That's Centrix Managing Director Keith McLaughlin. Small to medium firms struggling to access mainstream funding sources are turning to alternative lenders as they pursue growth. One such alternative lender, Prosper, says growth in lending has accelerated since the end of various COVID lockdowns as small firms look to expand, re-employ staff or go online. 
It comes as recent research from RFI Global found nearly half of small to medium enterprises have missed growth opportunities due to poor access to funding. But Prosper New Zealand's Managing Director, Adrian Bigby, says with various economic headwinds, businesses still need to be financially sustainable to get money. How we navigate that working with our customers is we look at real-time data. So the way that we, we actually lend is we look at the business and we look at what's happening today. So we will look backwards, but we're really looking at the last three to six months so we can see what's happening. So we need to make sure that a, that a business is viable before we're lending to them. Otherwise, it's not responsible for them or us. That's Prosper New Zealand Managing Director Adrian Begby. And turning to the markets now, our brokers this week from Craig's Investment Partners are locked away in meetings today and tomorrow. But not to fear, our business editor Giles Beckford is here with the latest market moves. Good afternoon, Giles. Good to you, Nicholas. Uh, let's have a look at the local share market first. It's softer and the pace of the falls have just picked up in the past half hour since Australia's opened. So our top 50 index currently down 42 points. That's about 0.4% at 11,556. Among some of the bigger moves, Contact Energy up 3 cents at 7.91. So you're building down 7 cents at 5.50. 53. Mercury Energy up four and a half cents at five dollars eighty-four. Restaurant brands up thirteen cents at eight dollars twenty-six. Ryman Healthcare down nine cents at nine dollars ten. Skeller up up three cents at five fifty-seven. Sky City Entertainment down three cents at two eighty-two. And Sinele Milk down eight cents at three dollars forty. Australia's just opened has picked up the soft tone or the weak tone out of uh, Wall Street overnight. In early trading, it's down 140 points. That's 2% at 6848 for the ASX 200. On the currency markets, the New Zealand dollar trading at 61.1 US cents, 89.4 Australian, 52.7 British pence, 0.608 euro, 85.1 Japanese yen and 4.21 Chinese yuan. On the debt market, 90-day bank bills, 3.47%. 10-year government bonds at 4.02%. And commodities, Brent crude oil is down $2.20. That's about 2.5% at $95.64 US a barrel. And gold is down $4 at $1,707 US dollars an ounce. Curity and Nicholas. Thank you for that, Giles. That's Giles Beckford, our business editor, with our markets update. And in other business news, it's close to six months since Russia attacked Ukraine, prompting immediate and far-reaching sanctions from a large number of Western countries and companies, including New Zealand. And after the initial shock to the Russian currency, financial and retail markets from the sanctions, Russia appears to have weathered the economic storm. Official numbers from Russia's statistics service says the economy shrank only 0.4% in the first half of the year, which is well below IMF forecasts, as it's still selling oil in large volumes to India and China, as well as gas to Europe. Bill Browder used to be Moscow-based, running investment funds for Hermitage Capital Management. He calls the statistics phony, and the worst damage to the Russian economy is yet to come. Putin is in his point of maximum strength right now in terms of raising prices of oil and doing messing with us. And eventually everybody's going to figure out how to do without him. And when that happens, when the oil service companies stop servicing the oil wells, when the Germans stop buying Russian gas, um, the Russian economy is going to be a shadow of its former self. And there's nothing, there's no way to positively spin that for anybody in Russia or in the rest of the world. And, and, and for, for what it's worth, I don't believe these uh, minus 4% GDP statistics. I think it's much worse than that. And I think these numbers are, are being massaged by the Russians, and it's not true.
That's Bill Browder of Hermitage Capital Management, and it should be quickly noted the Russian, the Russian government has claimed that Browder and his firm never paid taxes on more than a billion dollars of earnings, and he has arrest warrants for him on a wide range of charges. Well, that's business for now. The team will be back with another update of, the, of today's news and numbers around half past five in Checkpoint. Kia ora, Nicholas.